it's a true safe space. I would have to chuck my tongue a lot in a space like that. Me too. I want to make sure I caught that. I have such a reverence for confectioner's sugar. No! Oh, you gotta freeze it first. Wow. Something about that, that gets me. Nice guy, not very smart. Now it's getting a little real. Putting a layer of science on it does not make it funnier. Are you saying that porn isn't real either? Yes, it is. Is that the thing we're doing right now? Or your, or your, your nads. Oh, I'm strapping it on. Yeah, he did. This is, this is new. This is wonderful. Oh, that's so tasty. I went there. Oh boy. We're blurring <laughs> the lines here. Huh. I guess that's a bit odd. Whatever, man. Well, if you don't have enough pre-show content this week, Art, I don't know what to do for you. A little weird at the end, though. You want to play a game? I think yeah. we should do a show. I think we should do a show. Yeah. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. Our actual play Call of Cthulhu show. Tonight we are continuing our pre-production playthrough of our upcoming second module, which will be called The Most Dangerous Game. This is episode three of that playthrough. If you enjoy what we do here and would care to support us, head over to underthelibrary.com support. There you'll find links directly to our first module called The Snake's Oil and our Patreon. Again, that is underthelibrary.com support. And if, you like, if you'd like to get more story-driven and less rules-dependent in your own tabletop role-playing, check out our other podcast. It is called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your shows. My name's Arthur. I am playing Dev in this module. We are still without Wayne, but Scott has returned and will continue playing Rufus. Chris is Tommy. Emily's playing Amelia. Rick is the captain. And as always, our keeper is Michael. Did I forget Emily? No, I said Emily. Emily's Amelia. I said that. I looked at you and I was like, God, did I say that? Um, Dr. Yeah, Mike- Palmer. Yes, that one. Michael's our keeper. Michael, the show is all yours. Hey, thanks for joining us under the library. We are a Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game uh, set in the, oh wait, set in the Call of Cthulhu universe featuring themes of horror and who knows what, but it should get maybe a little bit gory this week. Uh Um, So with that, if you get excited at the possibility of phone calls at 3 a.m., you're in the right place. And with that, I'll turn it over to Emily for last week's recap. All right. Last week. En route to Amelia's coordinates in the Bahamas, they found an island. We found an island that was not on any of Dev's maps and where charts (laughs) and where Amelia expected (laughs) open sea. Uh, Amelia sees a woman in white on the shore, but when they eventually get to the shore, they don't see any sign of her. Splitting into two and two, The party goes different directions, the perimeter of the island, exploring, meet on the other side, and uh, also Dev did a little bit of shallow diving to find some ruins that ended up having nothing to do with Amelia's lost ship, but instead were much newer. And which set Captain Getoff on a little bit of a tangent. Did it set him Uh, off? 
It did set him off, yeah. Anyway, from both sides of the island, we saw a strange building, possibly military, definitely older than 70s, but not old like Amelia's 16th century history. And they head for the building, cross a moat, up the stairs. And as we ended our session, the four of us stood in front of a large wooden door with an iron knocker. Nice knocker. Rufus, we're going to start with you. <clears throat> since we didn't see see you last week you wake up on the boat and uh finally not feeling so seasick and hung over and exiting kind of the lower part of the ship and walking out on the bow you find that everything's quite quiet on the ship and that you're alone and you're looking out around the ship and it's facing an island and you're probably, I don't know, like a hundred yards off the island, hundred feet. We'll call it a hundred feet off the island. And uh, there's three kind of hillishy, mountainy things, and a large stone structure on top of one of them from your vantage point. And I'm, if you remember, I ended by we saw him come out, and I'm like waving to see if he can see me. Yeah. So okay. you can make you can you can make a spot hidden there, Rufus, to see if you see Tommy waving at you. All right, hold on. Uh I got a forty. Yeah, regular success. All right. So you see you see a, a small little person up at the up at the base of this stone structure uh waving their hands and crossing crossing out to you and uh maybe would uh would they be brightly clothed enough tommy that you would be distinguishable oh yeah yeah okay well pasty bare arms <laughs> yeah i'm wearing beige of course you are. oh also pasty <laughs> legs because i have to cut off jean shorts right Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, and is there a, a dinghy left at the boat or some sort of I believe there is a dinghy conveyance. left at the boat. There, some there water, some water is, wings. but I'm not sure that you would know how to get the dinghy into the water. Oh, but this will be a lot of fun. Let's let's give Rufus the opportunity to put the dinghy in the water. <laughs> oh. I think that'll be fun. Can so, you... No, yeah, I didn't ahead. say I was going to do it. I'm just okay. looking, you psycho. So how far out are we? How many, like, what's the distance to the... Like 100 feet. You want to swim it? Yeah. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm getting... Oh, I'm totally... I'm giving you every chance in the world to do your worst, you <clears throat> horrible human. I'm going to get one of the life preservers... And I'm gonna put on a life jacket, so okay. I'm so I'm like, oh, this is this is new, this is wonderful, and I'm gonna strap on a, Whoa, a hey. life jacket. 
<laughs> oh, I'm strapping it on. I'm strapping on a life jacket and I'm trying to like loop it under my crotch. Okay. And I'm not sure if they do that or not, but that's my recollection of life okay, sure, preservers is sure. that you yeah, put yeah, it yeah. under your crotch. Yeah, and yeah. then it's it once I have that on, then I'm going to take a life preserver and I'm going to sort of put that over me as much as I can so that I'm holding onto it. And okay. maybe if I have to like step into it or whatever it takes, however, it's going to work with a life preserver. And then I'm going to get to the side and I'm going to get up and I'm going to like, jump off launch myself fully through the cannonball. air fully through okay. the air and yes and as i'm going through there i'm gonna scream cannonball can you give me a dex roll on that <clears throat> just love to see how this so scott going between i, your I just i just want to make sure i had the mental picture here you have a a life preserver the orange one old school yeah, over the shoulders, yeah. strap through through your crotch there so that it, it stays in position, and then you've got a life ring over your head. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the white life ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It it it's not necessarily over my head. What I'm trying to do is to have it under my arms. You know what I mean? So that I'm like, like my my upper body from the shoulders up is in it, and I'm gotcha. like. Yeah. So, so there's absolutely no chance that you could hit the water with such force that it breaks your arms when you slip down through the. <laughs> well, we'll see. Or, ring. or, or your, or your, your nads. Well, we'll we'll see. This is the right. dex roll. Can we see what this? Dex this is this is? is. I never said Rufus was a natural seaman. Uh so <laughs> I got uh, sixty-seven, and my dex is ninety. So I got a regular success. How? How wow, Rufus. Rufus! So Dex, okay. I don't know. It, I, I just, I just literally picked isn't a random. The, isn't character. the cap seventy-five? Yeah, the cap is it's seventy, I think, or seventy-five. Oh, I have no That's idea. Okay. Like I said, I just picked a random character. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, oh no, the cap is seventy-five on skills, not on. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. On attributes. Okay. Anyway, yes. you hit the water gloriously, knees folded into your arm, into your left arm with your life ring on your right arm, and you make a glorious splash in the water, uh, which you see, Tommy. You're witnessing this wonderful, um, belabored, uh, I, I think with, with that kind of dexterity, he's like doing <laughs> Olympic swimming uh towards the shore oh dev dev did you see that do you see tommy just uh yeah, spectacular was... he jumped off the ship man he did like a a forward flip and he landed with, uh, barely a <laughs> that splash was, that was rufus yeah and, and it, it, as, as i'm coming in so wow. you're see what you're seeing i mean so you describe me as it it, it it is dexterous thing swimming but the reality is it might be dexterous but it's showmanship. So I am kicking my legs. I am spinning in circles. I am looping around. <laughs> I am just, and I'm singing like, oh, oh I'm in the water. Woo and I'm just as happy as a character as anyone could possibly be getting to the shore. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> as, as that's happening, Dev, you hear a creaking sound as 
the door behind you uh, opens. And it's a large door. It's probably eight and a half feet tall and uh, heavy wood. And as it opens, uh, you're greeted uh, pretty warmly uh, by... um, I wouldn't call it... uh, He's not like butler attire but he's um he has on a white button down shirt and khakis uh he is barefoot sort of island butler and what's that sort of island butler yeah and uh he he looks he looks out at y'all and he says uh good morning so am i first in line Am I closest yeah, to the door? Yeah, I was were, the one who knocked on the door. Oh, okay. To the knocker. Oh, hey man, how how are you? Um, I didn't know if anybody'd be here. Um, so, uh, we're we're on the ship out there. Uh, sorry to intrude. Uh, but we're and, we're and he he leans out and he peeks his head out at the at the ship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll I'll back up a little you. bit to, so that he doesn't have to like get in my space to do it. You know, give yeah, me over. And and he says, but that is a fine vessel. Oh, thank thank you very much. Uh, it belongs to this gentleman right back here. Um, so we're, we're looking for a set of coordinates, um, uh, and it, it brought us right here. Um, but I, I wasn't aware that there was an Island here. You're, you're not on any of the charts. It was supposed to be the location of the HMS Paragon. Hmm. Uh, Dr. Palmer, did you want to, did you want to, um, have this discussion? I, I think, you, you know, you seem to, uh, to know the most about it. Maybe you could, uh, ask some questions. I know about the Paragon. I don't know why there's an Island where the ship was supposed to have sunk i'll sort of step to the side a little bit so that you can uh you know come in i'm trying to sort of pass the conversation off to you sure and and after uh, making that statement i'm just staring at the man as if he will have an explanation Mm -hmm. and and he he says huh not on any maps he goes how how interesting he goes Possibly the Millers might have some more information for you because I'm I'm not quite the historian of the island. I just help thing to keep things in order. Ah, hmm. so you have historians here. Well, we have we have two wonderful wonderful proprietors who uh, have extensive knowledge of the area. I need to speak to them absolutely. Well, well please. they would be the ones. You're you're welcome to come in. Why don't you come in? Well, thank you. Take us to the Millers, you said. And and uh, as you are, you starting to step in. Yes. Okay, you're stepping in. It's um quite beautiful inside. You weren't expecting this. It's it's uh has some vaulted ceilings. They're probably about twelve to thirteen feet high. And um, the main area that you step into uh, is pretty wide open. And at the far end, um, you can see um, it looks like a like a, an alcove of books, like a library set up. And then um, you can you, you also see like a, a piano and the other um, the other there's a sorry. So there's a library, like a, an alcove of books on the right-hand side. This is pretty far away from you. This is, um, I'd say, like 40 to 50 feet on the other side of this room. 
And then there's a large staircase, like a grand staircase in the middle. And then to the left of that, it looks like some instruments, uh, some rooms on the other side, and a massive um, chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Um, but uh, uh, immediately for you, Dr. Palmer, give me a history roll on that one. You've sure. And while I'm rolling, can I also just clarify, when you say instruments, do you mean other musical instruments or do you mean like um, a telescope or a medical instrument? Yes, musical or... instruments. I apologize. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, that, that was Emily asking, but I guess I am yeah. just as annoying as Dr. Palmer. I rolled an eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, you immediately identify the the chandelier hanging from the ceiling as a ship's chandelier. It's not uh, something commonly that would be seen in a house. And um, the chandelier mm -hmm. itself holds candles uh, and is uh, raised and lowered by a chain. Um, and so no no traditional light bulbs there. Um, although they're... Um, and the, um, in particular of interest to you is that this chandelier would have come off a very large ship. Where did this chandelier come from? Oh, and uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, my proper introductions. Um, I'm Sturgill. Your name is? <clears throat> Dr. Palmer. Dr. Dr. Amelia Palmer. Palmer. Yes. Why don't you uh, have a seat in the library and I will, uh, I, I will uh, fetch uh, Nathaniel for you. S Sturgeon, you said? Sturgill. Sturgeon's Sturgeon. a fish. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm and gonna... he laughs along with you. He does. He chuckles. He's he's like, oh, he's, Sturgill. Oh, do you know the history make you of flounder the chandelier? With that joke? Well, uh, the I, I I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. I I I. It looks don't. like it came from a ship, an old ship. It's quite possible. Uh, many things in the house are from ships. Uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Miller are uh, collectors and such of those items and have uh, brought them here to their home. They think that they make quite wonderful additions to the ambiance of the Mr. property. Mr. Nathaniel Miller. Yes. You said. Nathaniel Miller. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mr. Stein Amelia, no. Can, can I roll a knowledge or something? Yeah, you can make an edu A great roll. collector named Nathaniel Miller. Okay. You said edu? Yeah. I'm um, just, I, I'm, Dev is going to say, oh, I'm going to go wait for Rufus. Uh, and he's going to head down the stairs uh, and wait to meet Rufus uh, at the shoreline. Okay. Hard success. Hard success. Hard success. This name rings a bell to you in Floridian, in your, your studies of Floridian history. Um, and uh, interesting coincidence because um, your readings, uh, you're, you're convinced, though, that it just has to be a coincidence. Uh, but in your studies, uh, you would have known of a family that uh, fled southern Florida uh, in the 18th century, um, never to be heard from again. See, when you said Floridian, I was thinking that you meant Spanish Floridian. <laughs> <Sorry>. Floridian history. 
It's two very different things. Yes, American yes, Floridian. Yes, very true. Yes, <laughs> I should specify there. So, 18th century, you said. Uh, your keeper said that. <laughs> Sturgill didn't. <laughs> your player said that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh boy, we're blurring <laughs> the lines here. Sturgill, uh, Captain Gilf here. Nice to meet you. Um. Where's your uh, where's your WC there? Uh, he says, uh, if you uh go right beyond the dining room table there, and uh, from where you're standing as you walked in, it's over to your right hand side. Uh, he said, there's there's a little doorway uh hidden uh. Uh, in the back corner there, and uh, there's a there's a small uh, WC in there. You got yourself a a private privy. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at you and he says, "You've got yourself quite the accent, sir. Does it? Uh, <laughs> where do you hail from? Does it usually come and go like that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's like three accents in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a bit of a cough. Uh, I'm gonna make my way out over there, uh, full bladder and the like. Uh, hey Rick, you'd you'd probably call it a head. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna run ahead. <laughs> so good. Okay. And I'll, I'll I'll make my way in that direction. Okay. I presume that is is the room off to the point where he would not be able to see, like a direct line of sight. So the the, the you room, in the bathroom, the the, the main room Prior. that you're in, including the the dining room table, is a is a massive room, um, and uh, the water closet itself is small. It's right off the corner. Um, if you were looking, in in essence, if you were standing at the front door and you went all the way along the front of the building it would be on that far right corner um and so yes once you're in the water closet your uh you're veiled but um otherwise while you're walking towards it you're not but is the door actually hidden like does he does he see the door when he goes into the big I, room i it, it just he just meant by that that like when you're standing in the room, like it's hard to see the door. Okay. The way that it's uh, yeah. Got it. So he'll he'll make his way out there and um he'll take a turn around as he's about to nearing that door. Is is Sturgill watching? Um is Sturgill watching? No, Sturgill's not watching. No, he so can't I'll... pee unless someone's watching. I was about to say he's a shy peer, so he wants to. <laughs> um, so he'll he'll take a look as he's walking. Is there anything noticeable or or remarkable of in this room as I'm walking? Uh, paintings, uh, portraits with names, um, et cetera, et cetera. Everything's remarkable. Uh, mm. As you as you walk through the room, I, they they're. They must be extensive collectors. It seems like um, there's paintings that are hanging around uh, that are by old masters. 
Um, there's things that appear to be, you know, at least 100 to 150 years old. Uh, there's all kinds of artifacts and um, like pieces, like like ship's wheels and other things like that. Following my my events last session, do mm. do do I see or feel a kindred attention to any of these that may or may not evoke a memory of dear old my Rufus? Um, you mean like when you got high and started to look at the stream and hallucinate? I meant when I had a hundred and I picked up a the the, the, the cross. cross. Yeah. yeah. Um. Not that I want to belabor that, right, and make it <laughs> last into multiple sessions. I'm just trying to go with a vibe here. Yeah, I would say that 100 was a real missed opportunity by me. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, it's a shame. Shame that only happens rarely. <laughs> every 15 minutes with us. I was going to say every every episode or two. And by missed opportunity, let's just say I just pushed it a little further down the road. Oh, I think we're just rewriting history. Okay, go ahead. All right. And... Uh, um. What? Uh, tell me, tell me about dear old Uncle Rufus. Uh, Uncle Rufus. Well, he he was a uh, born in the late nineteen hundreds. Uh, uh, and uh, was my. You mean late eighteen nineteen, late nineteen hundreds? Century. 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 I said hundreds. Numbers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and uh, was the older brother to my father. Uh, and then after my folks and I had our discord, uh, he took me in and uh, uh, grew up there in, in Florida, uh, had a bit of a military background, uh, but then otherwise uh, uh, made his living off of uh, the sea as a fisherman. And uh, what did what did Rufus drink? Oh, it's a great question. I'm going to say gin. He was a big fan of Pim's Cup. Okay. And uh, so as you as you walk uh, as you walk towards the uh, lavatory, there's a cart full of liquors next to the table. Mm -hmm. And um, you notice a bottle of Pim's cup and uh, on that. And what strikes you about it is that, um, Uncle Rufus always tore the top label around. I was the just about to say, off. yeah, <laughs> and, just about uh, to say. This bottle of Pim's Cup is missing that top label, <laughs> and it sends you into a bit of a frenzy. Yeah. So uh, get off. He would have that moment um, where that sort of panic and excitement and fear all collide at once. And you sort of just hear your own heartbeat and that sort of like buzzing sound in your ears. Uh, and his heart rate races um, and he looks down and he'll just instinctually grab for the bottle and uh, dash into the bathroom. Okay. And the rest of you in the, in the center of this kind of grand room, uh, is this leather circular uh, seating arrangement. And so to, to kind of adequately describe this, it's a circle divided into four pieces as a piece of furniture. And then there's a central ottoman. Mm -hmm. So so the, does that make sense? So the yeah, main seating is like this circle. 
around a circular table. Um, and uh, uh, Sturgill invites y'all. He says, if y'all care to, feel free to uh, have a seat here or peruse the library. Um, ah, yes. Tommy, would you like to go I, with me to the library? Uh, oh, yeah, I would love to uh, see what uh, what they have in their collection. And I'm also uh, fascinated by historical um, artifacts and oddities and whatnot. So I'll be looking at those as well. And he says, uh, uh, feel free. I, I would like to go retrieve Mr. Miller so that he can make your acquaintances, if that would uh, meet with your expectations. Oh, you're yes, very please. gracious. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And so he disappears up that large stairwell. Um, and at the top of that stairwell, uh, there's another set of very heavy doors, uh, like the ones that you entered from the front of the house. Um, and just as you're kind of standing there and maybe like, uh, not directing your characters, but as, as you maybe like kind of looked around and made your, your surroundings, um, uh, there's a, a room, so the stairwell's in the center, the library's kind of off to the right. These are all open, like just think of it as a big mm. kind of grand open air room. Uh, to the left of the stairwell's an open area with instruments. Um, to the left of the instruments uh, is a, a, a more of a room, but no like physical door on it that looks like uh, a lot of painting goes on in there. And then um, another room to the left of that that looks like uh, maybe some sort of upholstery or crafting room. And then another room back towards where you entered uh, that appears to have like a large uh, um, workbench on it. And you could see maybe some tools on the back wall that would make you think that there's uh, some sort of woodworking going on through there. Well, it, it looks like our... Uh... Our host is uh, very uh, crafty. Uh, actually, I'm going to go take a quick man. yeah. I'm going to go take a quick peek in the uh, that room where they're doing a upholstery. See if they're okay. tan tanning human flesh or something. <laughs> oh, Tommy! He thinks he thinks to himself. <laughs> ah, no, I'm just you know me. I'm just I have a morbid sense of humor. But really, Amelia, don't you think it's strange that these People live on a small island all by themselves. I don't, I don't know a lot about the islands in this area or, you know, the sea uh, in general, but uh, I don't know. That uh, seems kind of, well, maybe I should ask Dev when he gets back. Yeah, I if mean, he thinks that's. Look at the collection. They must be, they must be very wealthy. Perhaps they just wanted to get away. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. One thing, uh, make a make a spot hidden with your curiosity there, Tommy. Uh, three. Whoa. Uh, one thing that uh, you pay attention to is that there, there's no windows. All the light in the room is either by candles or uh, incandescent bulbs. Hmm. Vampires! No, oh, they're probably just... Uh protecting the books and the artwork and the instruments, you know, uh, like that, oh, very yes. detrimental uh, to old paper and wood. Yeah, I, yeah I've seen damaged paint, sun damaged paintings. It's, uh, you have to be very careful. And there's there's electricity as, in the as house? You, yes, there is. As you, as you say that, Dr. Palmer, uh, I'm, a man is descending the stairs 
and um he has on a, a white button down shirt as well but kind of the old like long cuff style and mm. with some pleated flat black pants and uh uh shouts out to you a tremendous observation you must be a student of the luxurious artifacts of the romances and we'll cut over to dev and rufus as uh dev is headed to uh we'll say you've met up with rufus and um rufus as you as you arrive on the island sopping wet uh with your life preserver and your ring on and your dripping but elated uh you see dev's smiling face there um so I, I give you a hand as you're coming ashore. Wow. Nice. Wow. Like, Rufus. Did you see my jump? Did you see I, my cannonball? That was spectacular, man. I, I'm impressed, dude. Um, it, you know, usually when you jump in the water, people aren't wearing long pants, um, socks and shoes. But really? man, a, a great form. Great form, man. Really well that, done. That's great. And I'm like, as uh, we're talking, I'm stripping down. Yep. And yep. I'm wringing out my clothes. Mm-hmm. So until I get until I get down to my tidy whities or mm-hmm. I don't know what what fashionable chaps were wearing in the sixty or seventies, but maybe leopard skin print kind of something or other. <laughs> all right. I get down to that and I'm just wringing it all out, and uh-huh. I'm like, "This has been the most amazing vacation. Where'd everyone go? Are we sunbathing today?" Um, it's just you right now, buddy. Um, but uh, they are up in the house. So I would house. suggest, uh, well, yeah, that, if you want to call that a house, um, but you might want to leave your socks and shoes here. They're never going to dry. You can just leave them on the side of the dinghy. They'll be dry by the time we get back. Um, and we might want to hang here for a little bit until you get dry. I don't think you want to go into uh, a stranger's house all soaking wet. But if you keep bringing them out and uh, you can sort of lay them in the sun, they should dry off pretty quick. Sure. And I'll do that. So I'm going to squeeze everything out. Do exactly what Dev said, lay it all out, spread it all out on probably a rock or something, or if there's a tree. Um, so get it nice and nice and bacon in the sun. And then I'm going right back in the water. And I'm actually a, a good swimmer. So there was, you know, I had those things just because I've never been in the deep ocean. So I'm not going out far, but I'm definitely going back in the water and I'm swimming around. And I'm like, Dev, you got to come in. This is the best water I've ever been in. Yeah, man. The, the Bahamas water is amazing. You enjoy yourself. Um, so I'm just, you know, kind of looking around. I, I would throw the uh, the life vest and the life ring in the dinghy uh, to bring back to the boat later. So that's um, on the other side of the island. I thought we... The dinghy. I thought we brought the... Why wouldn't the dinghy be right? Didn't they come right? No, in? no, no. There was a thing. No, there was a whole thing about the oh, the prop okay. getting getting hit, and uh, we're using electric. Yeah. I thought I we think y'all left it. I think y'all left it on. Yeah, the it's, side it's of the on island. the other side. Yeah, you guys yeah. met us on the other side of the island. Yeah, and then y'all how did in. how did we get across the like valley part? I thought we I met up. I thought we met up and took the dinghy back around. No. Yeah, we did because that's when what's his name? That's when the captain jumped off, and we when I went diving and found the the cross, we were well, in that the dinghy. Wasn't in the front, that was towards that, that, that was, was on the, the way back because that the, the, that wreck was right where the river thing came out. 
we were coming back across that that gap where the stream came out, and that's where but those that stuff under the, the water was. We're, we're not on the side where the ship is. Right. We're on the other the side. The river moat came out around because all we that you explored. Right, it came not out on right the end. It came out on the sh on the on the narrow end. So if it's like a long oval, it came on the south like end of the island. Ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. Exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so in my head, we were coming back across that that gap on the south end, and that's where the wreck was. And then we continued, and the boat was further down the beach, but on the same side. That's fine. I misunderstood, but that's fine. Okay. All right, well, you can have the dinghy there. That's okay. If, I mean, if the dinghy's further down and it's he's fine. swimming, I would take the going. opportunity to grab the dinghy and bring going. it back. Let's just keep going. Okay. Keep going. All right. I'm just waiting for him Let's to swim and for his clothes to get dry. Okay. All right. So in a little bit, I'll come out and I'll sort of shake off and, and dry in the sun. And then, you know, assuming my clothes have dried, I'll put them on. You know, they don't have to be perfectly dry. The goal mm -hmm. is just yeah. that they're not dripping anymore. So and then I'll be like, let's go see what our friends are doing. All right. Let's go. Head back up. So, and then and then uh, so Rufus, as you walk through the middle of the island, uh, one thing you do is you have to cross yet another kind of body of water it's a about a six foot wide stream uh at the base of these stairs and one or one to two feet deep and the water's kind of flowing out into the stairs um and so you'll have to cross that somehow do you want to bring your shoes with you carry him oh yeah i'll i'll bring this stuff with me like and i've been sort of shaking the shoes out and there, I'm, I was sort of assuming that they were like white boat shoes, like canvassy. So it's not like it's going to be hard for them to dry. So mm -hmm. I'm sort of wringing them out. And then, yeah, I'll put them on. And, and however Dev goes across the water, I'll sort of watch Dev first to cross and do whatever Dev does. Okay. Yeah, if I remember right, I, did I hop over or just walk? I can't remember now. Yeah. Um, I, did a, I did a long jump over it. Yeah, I, I think you jumped. I, I feel like I might have just walked I over. Walked. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'll just walk over. Yep. So I'll do the same thing. I'm just walking behind and I'm like, so have you been to this island before, Dev? This looks like a beautiful little island, but I don't remember ever seeing it or hearing about it. No, that's right. You missed the conversation. So uh, this, this island sits right on the coordinates uh, that Dr. Palmer gave me, but oh, on the charts, the there's no island here. Oh, a mystery. A mystery in the middle of the ocean? Yeah. Wow. And we get to be part of it? Apparently. Oh, my. Let's go see what this mystery is. All right. <laughs> and so you would be you would be climbing these steps. It's about 50 or 60 feet up, Rufus. And when you get to the uh, when you get to the you know, the house, there's these large wooden doors and one of them's just cracked open. Uh, Sturgill left it that way for y'all. And you would walk in as um, this, uh, as the man that I descri described is talking to Dr. Palmer. And he says, do tell me about your love for the arts. Well, my specific love is for 15th century English history. But through that, I have encountered many genres. Your collection of paintings is beautiful. Your The architecture here, what did you build or 
uh, requisition, not requisition, sorry. What's the word? Sorry, for Emily. Acquire? Not acquire, to... Um, oh, commission. If you commission, thank you. Did you commission this building? And, and he says, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He says, why, why thank you. Your, your compliments do not fall on uh, unpolished ears. Uh, this, this house was erected by my great, great, great grandfather. Uh, it's been in the family for years. And uh, I, I feel nothing but gratitude for the opportunity to usher it into its 200th year. It's and it looks so uh, it looks interesting. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, it looks wonderfully uh, uh, curated. It's almost like being in a in a museum. All the different uh, historical uh, eras that are uh, represented, the fine right. uh, 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 examples. Uh, and he, and he slides his hand out to you, and he says, "Another fine student of history, Nathaniel Miller, to make your acquaintance." Hi, and... I'm, I'm Tommy Dapson. I'm Pleased to meet you. Tommy, oh, the pleasure is all mine. You said 200 years ago your grandfather commissioned great, this. Oh, great, great, great grandfather. Your, your uh, predecessor. Was his name also Nathaniel? Oh, no, 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 no. My family's never believed in passing down names like that. That was uh, great, great, great grandfather john fascinating you know i thought i remembered a nathaniel miller from that era it would have just been kismet if you were related and and he 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 looks at you um make a psychology roll okay i am rolling well tonight i rolled a 15 and for me uh that is an extreme success. Nice. Right. And there's something about the way he returns that response to you. Um, and almost like uh, what you said perked a curiosity or ticked at maybe a secret of his. But I've become distracted, of course. The reason that we are here is, is we are... for dinner. Y'all must eat with us tonight. Our search for the HMS Paragon as a true historian. Perhaps you know the history of this of this grand ship. It, really quickly, am I there at this point to hear him say dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're y'all that's what I was saying. Y'all walk into this scene. Can you hear this? Of... And I'm gonna go I'm like... dinner. <laughs> oh, it's Rufus. Rufus and Dad. Hello, hello, sir. Thank you for oh. welcoming us into your home. What? What? The pleasure is all mine. And you, sir, your name is? Uh, Dev, sir. Uh, Dev Abercrombie. And I'll, Dev will sort of drop into um, uh, Rhode Island country club mode. Okay. Um, and, you know, walk up and formally shake his hand. And um, He says, Nathaniel... Miller at your service. Dev Abercrombie. The Abercrombie family. That name rings a bell. Oh, okay. Have you, have you spent any time in New England, sir? Uh, I've spent time all over the world, as you might be able to tell. Oh, okay. Well, we're from uh, Newport, Rhode Island. 
Oh. And Dev, Dev, what does the name Dev come from? Such an unusual name. Uh, it, and Dev's going to kind of look a little embarrassed. He say, "Well, yeah, my my full name is." Uh, it, so, side note here: um, if anyone knows where this name is from, um, don't yell it out. But uh, eighty-seven cool points if you happen to know. I'm looking at you, Chris. Um, he'll look a little embarrassed and he'll say, "Well, my my full name is Aloysius Deverdander Abercrombie, uh, but I just go by Dev." Aloysius, wonderful. Mm, such a such a masculine name, so full of power and energy. It's a pleasure That's, to have you at our house. Thank you, thank you, sir. It's it's an old family name. And uh, and you, Mister Wide Eyes. And, and he, I come he, walking like, up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, what did he say his name was again? Uh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Th- Miller. And I'll say Nathaniel with a, a a a towel to help me dry off and a scotch to drink. You'll have a new best friend in me. And I'll and, reach out my hand and say, Rufus Wondernutter, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. And he's he just snaps, <laughs> right? And and as that uh, uh, Sturgill's down the stairs with a, a towel in one hand and a scotch in the other. And, um, and, and Nathaniel looks at you and he goes, Rufus, ah, another fine name. Rufus, you know... You, to me, Rufus, look like a man who appreciates a fine scotch. Do you appreciate a fine scotch? Oh, I love a, a, a fine scotch. Gin. Yeah, I just, uh, there's the most wonderful drinks I've been and, trying and he lately. Takes the, he You'd takes the glass. what a gimlet is. These are drinks that I never knew existed. They are delicious. <laughs> delicious. You'd be amazed, Nathaniel, amazed at these. He takes the glass from Sturgill, and it's a very kind of delicate swoop as he passes it forward. And he goes, I had Sturgill bring this out. This is from my finest family reserves. He goes, I present to you an 1820s single malt Highland. I want to try that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that Dev or Art? No, that was definitely Art. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and Rufus, like, it starts evaporating as you, like, tilt the glass towards your lips. It just, like, nice. tingles and, I'll, and resonates. Oh, it's Scott just... does not know this, but whatever the right way to drink a fine drink like this, Rufus would know and right. would do whatever it is. And, Scott, and, Scott and would take one sip and that, then spit it on the floor. Yeah, and, and in response to that, Nathaniel looks at you and he goes... I judged correctly. And um, and he said, and, he, and then he claps his hands. So, uh, dinner it is. Is that is that good for everybody? Good. That's sure. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, and I, I go to Amelia. Yeah, we should, we should uh, have dinner, but uh, definitely uh, pursue that line of inquiry because uh, it, it's a mystery that needs to be solved. We could talk over dinner. Yeah. If he can just summon a scotch and a towel perhaps he can summon the ruins of the hms paragon and amelia one thing that (laughs) catches your eye as you as you look all across the room there's bottles there's corked bottles with letters in them everywhere and some of these bottles are really intriguing right because they're they're not mass manufactured bottles bottles um and and so 
some of them are dipped in wax. They look like they've like never like whatever's inside of them um, has never been disturbed. Amelia's eyes are very wide. Did you say like she scans the room? Letters in a bottle. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. A letter in a bottle with wax would survive a shipwreck. Did the captain come back from the bathroom? No. Uh, so, so what is the captain doing in the bathroom? Should we ask? Well, you know, not what not not what's Rick doing in the bathroom. What's we don't want to know what Rick's doing in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, 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 so, so, uh, Captain, get off. Is uh, is just staring for. It probably seems like a eternity, but probably just a couple minutes at the bottle, at the label going over. Uh, if this was really torn or just worn off, um, he'll slowly uncap the bottle of Pims and take a sniff. Um, it smells like Pims, I presume. Oh my God! It brings back like every memory of your uncle's Pim breath, right? Like as he would tell you <laughs> stories. <laughs> as he would, we would tell you, we would he... Pim juggle sometimes. Oh, <laughs> as he would tell you stories in the evening on the dock, and that smell of Pim would just like carry through the air and um, make a sand roll on that note. Uh, a four. Wow, wow, we're on fire tonight. Hellfire, all right. And yep, Chris just ready. ruined it. No, <laughs> let me roll, see what You happens. jinxed it. Okay, uh, and so you're just, you're really kind of caught in that moment, and on that we'll take a little break. All right, sounds good. Uh, everybody take five or ten minutes, and we will see you shortly. We are back from break. Michael, back to you. All right, so I guess we'll go back to get off and my like characters who refuse to make poor roles in necessary moments to like get this horror going in the bathroom with his bottle of pills <laughs> uh yeah let's get this off so uh get off well uh put the bottle on the counter uh he'll take a strained leak he's and then flush twice just so you know he's been in there a while and then, um, is there is there a place to like? Is there ventilation in this bathroom? Is there ventilation? Like, is there a window or like an outlet? You know, for air. You know what I'm saying? Like, a... I mean, that's code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. There's uh, at the towards the ceiling. So again, right? These vaulted ceilings kind of carry over into the bathroom. So, but about 12 foot up, there's, um, a little slit, um, not big, maybe an inch wide or an inch tall and like, uh, probably 24 inches wide that just uh, runs along the wall. That's the ventilation. That's big oh. enough to let flies in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Huh. I guess that's a bit odd. Uh, I'll wash yeah, my thing. hands. I'll... <laughs> I'll wash my hands. Uh, what's the soap like? Uh, weird, weird question. What's the I, soap actually, like? <laughs> it's uh, super it appears... weird. Uh... <laughs> 
I love my favorite part about this is how Michael is taking it so seriously. <laughs> He's really so putting funny. thought into what soap would these people have in their tiny bathroom downstairs? It's actually Maybe a great it's question. Made of lion Thank you. It's and... a good fucking question. Uh, the the soap is uh, it, it's obviously a handmade bar. It wasn't you know it's not like Dove or Lava or anything like that. Uh, and um, it's you know how soap after it just sits forever starts to like dry and crackle and peel a bit and peel a bit that's what it looks like so it hasn't been used in a while yeah yeah they don't wash their hands in this house i'm gonna and and then is there a mirror uh yes there is a mirror Mm -hmm. does it open uh no it's just hung on the wall Hmm. all right i'm gonna take this soap put it in my pocket and then i'll leave the bathroom Okay, would you tell me what flavor? You could tell me what flavor of soap you just put in your pocket. Flavor? Yeah. Soap is flavored? Garlic. Rick eats a, Rick eats is, a lot of Rick eats garlic a lot of flavored soap. soap. <laughs> that makes garlic you and rosemary? Sure you, can, you can have some garlic and rosemary flavored soap. And silver? Is it? Is it possible to have? No, it's just garlic and rosemary. And then I'll, I'll, uh, with the, with the pims. I'm going to take that with the pims. And okay. when I step out, where is everybody? Are they literally there in that room as I step out, or are they in a different dining room area? Yeah, no, they're in this. I mean, it's all one big room, except for uh, the three, except for the three side rooms that like seem to be dedicated to specific uh, crafts. Okay. Okay. Um, everything's kind of a large open space. The library's in a circular alcove on that main room, and um, the uh, the music area. Just the nature of the stairwell creates a little bit more of a uh, defined space for it. Okay, so when I step out, people are like there. Everybody's there at the table. Yeah, they're chatting away with Nathaniel Miller. And when I step out, does it does, does he look over? Does do anybody does anybody look over? Does start start Stigel, Sturgill? Yeah, you uh you would uh you would see him glance your way, but he's maybe in the middle of one of these conversations with everybody else. Okay, I'd be like hi hi Captain. Wow, we okay. thought we we thought we lost you in there. Oh yeah, I thought I lost myself. I guess that tuna <laughs> wanted to find its way back to the sea. Hey, uh, come on, come on over. He's uh, he, we're invited for dinner. Uh, this is tremendous. We have a captain among us. I always wonder how people venture out at sea. And uh, uh, what is your name, good sir? Uh, it's Captain Gelf. What's your name there? I, I am Nathaniel Miller, and it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And he so, like, eloquently, like, smoothly moves towards Captain Gidoff, uh, grabs your hand in his, puts his left hand on on top of your hand, and, and I holds do the, like, them together. I do, like, a you know, a very forward grab, and then I, he puts his hand on mine, and I just, like, slap mine on top, and I give him just a bit of it. But I've got the pims, like, under my, my armpit, okay. and I give him just the, like... Like, uh, very nice to meet you. Seems like you've got a very hospitable home here. Uh, uh, wonderful. I, I, What's for dinner? I do. And uh, a man of the gin, I see. Well, a man of the pims, you see. Yeah. Could uh, could I have uh, Sturgill make you a drink? Um, yes, yes. I'll have a I'll have a pims. Um, okay. I have to ask fact, though. Where in fact, where did you... Doctor Palmer, Mister Dabson, uh. Uh, Dev, would any of you uh, need a drink before uh, I retire Sturgill for a few hours? 
Uh, just a club soda for me, thanks. Okay. You seem uh, like the sort of man that would have very nice wines. Do you oh, collect? Oh, Dr. Palmer, I have the finest wines. May I choose for you? A red, please. Yes, no, no question about that. You seem deeply complex, and I think that a wonderful red that would radiate off the palate would just be a tremendous moment for you. I have one I'm, perfectly I'm not, uh, in mind. I'm not nearly as complex, but I'd like some wine too. And I, I don't <laughs> want you to have to open a, a second bottle on my account. So you know, I'll, I'll have the same, please. Thank you. Oh, and, and he says, are you sure, Mr. Dapson? Because I think that uh, maybe a nice Sauvignon Blanc might be more of your liking. Oh, no, I don't Ooh. want to be any trouble. I mean, no. uh, I, I'm certainly not going to finish a bottle by myself. No trouble at all, and I assure you that at some point this evening, all bottles will be drunk. Oh, okay then. Uh, yeah, uh, your recommendation, I, okay. I trust. And and uh, uh, Sturgill disappears for a little bit, and um, and then he returns with your drinks, um, and uh, he says, uh, Doctor Palmer. Uh, a 1924 Bordeaux, and um, and uh, it's almost like you know me. And uh, he says, Mr. Dabson, uh, I love quite, a good Bordeaux, <laughs> a quite refreshing uh, Sauvignon Blanc, and uh, Dev Club Soda for you, and um, thank you, sir. And he kind of winks and. <laughs> Uh, lowers his hand towards Sturgill, and Sturgill goes out through a set of doors uh, that were... Hey, wait, um... wait, wait, Sturgill, where's my drink? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about your drink. He's like, he's like, don't worry. I've got you covered, Captain Getoff. I'll make it for you myself. I always oh. like to make the captain's drink. Uh, and Sturgill heads out through a set of doors between the dining room table and the library. Uh, as he opens it, um, you kind of glance and you see what would probably be the kitchen through them. Um, as, as he turns or as we watch him, does he have a, like a look upon him, any of concern or of interest or anything more than just sort of like a banal sort of just like gaze upon his face? As like a make servant? a psychology role. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yes. Yeah. Captain Captain Getoff's uh, psychotherapist in his spare time, so he has a hundred and sixty in that skill. <laughs> yeah, he actually has uh, a ninety-four in that. Right what? Now. Oh no! One away from catastrophe. Oh, I thought you meant you had a ninety-four. As no, your... no, 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 no. Like I uh, rolled you're, a ninety-four. You're too yeah. you're too caught up in the moment, and uh, you're you're trying to keep up with what Nathaniel's doing as he heads over to the liquor cabinet. And so delicately reaches under your arm and holds the bottom of the pimp's bottle in a way that you just like alluringly like release it to him. Yeah, I and, do. Yeah. I, and and then he, give it heads, up. he heads over to the table. Uh, there's a bucket um, uh, with uh, uh, some some club sodas and some other things and a shaker and he starts like shaking this gin drink for you um, effortlessly with this just wonderful kind of balance. And he's, he's 
he's telling jokes with y'all the whole time. I could tell some bad dad jokes, but I don't think that's going to help us in the story. Oh, yeah. That doesn't seem to match Mr. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Nathan, did you got any uh, any fresh uh, fresh fruits or vegetables? Like a, a good cucumber slice uh, is is perfect within that. Uh... <laughs> That's another. <laughs> and he he goes, I'll be sure and rim you with a sea cucumber. And he finishes shaking, <laughs> dumps it into a glass, and passes it over oh, to I you. Got it. I go, Mr. oh, Miller. Nathaniel, this is. Uh, this is absolutely amazing. It's so um, light and uh, and fruity and mellow. And I quote, because Chris knows nothing about wine, so he quickly looked up what a Sauvignon Blanc tastes like. I, I quote, uh, you'll likely feel the saliva forming and running down the insides of your cheeks. Sounds terrible. <laughs> so oh, i've never had an experience like this before are you drooling to your heart i've never described like that right? i know who the hell i hope it never happens again this is very saliva-y oh yes it's very mm, yeah very sloppy wine in the and best possible way. If anything, the tannins would draw out saliva. So you would think my Bordeaux would cause more salivation mm -hmm. than <laughs> Well, according to this website, it's the acidity of the Sauvignon Blanc, which is low in tannins, that causes the uh, excessive salivation. I would love that you two are actually having this conversation. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> that was Amelia. <laughs> Yeah, it seems great. it seems actually really in line with your characters to be discussing wine in this way. Uh, uh, Nathaniel looks at you, Captain Getoff, and he says, but on the subject of vegetables, I do I have most disappointing news for all of you. Uh, we're overdue for a trip to the islands and uh, our fruit stores and our vegetable stores are quite low at the moment. Uh, you'll find that we have plenty to imbibe with and uh, a steady supply of uh, jubilatory drinks um, and fresh seafood. However, we are a little low on the greenery this evening. Uh, Mr. Miller, uh, how do you get to uh, to the islands? I assume you, you provision in Nassau? Uh, yes. Yes, uh, we do. How do you get there? I, I didn't notice we, a boat on the island. Yes, we, we have a craft in storage below the house. Oh, how, how does it how does it get there? Is it through, uh, the, through the river? Mo via motor, yes. Well, no, I know, but how? Uh, what path does it take to get onto the house? Oh, yes, we, we head out through... You may have noticed a river that exit through the southerly part of the island. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's cool. Yes. Uh, but uh, we find that most of our needs are met by the land here, and uh, a wonderful diet of uh, seaborne foods is really... Uh, Ah, what can I say? One of the great joys of the ocean, and I, I find I'm reluctant most times to leave here and head north. I was going to say, in I terms of vegetables, that. like I was sort of hoping they'd have a bunch of sea vegetables. Like there's seaweed. No? Not really. Not that kind of area? Yeah. Bad. Mr. Oh. Miller, will your family be joining us? Uh, uh, Mrs. Miller is indisposed at the moment, and uh, she and Sturgill and I are the only occupants of the island right now. Um, so I, I'm not sure. She's quite busy in her investigations, and um, I, I imagine she's uh, 
shall we say, not as uh, social as I am all of the time, but uh, I expect that at some point she will come down to make your acquaintance. Ah, oh, wonderful. I did notice that Sturgill said the Millers, and I just thought if there was anyone here that could tell me about the HMS Paragon, I'd oh, like the to have Paragon. all the information at hand. The Paragon, yes. Uh, you know of the Paragon? Oh, I'm I'm quite the student of history, and I I have to say, all vessels that go missing in these waters surely strike a chord with me. I think it's one of the the great auras of this whole area, the mystery of where these ships go and where their passengers go. It's fascinated me since I was a young boy. And the historian Richard Harrison, do you know? of his work oh his history of course i believe one of his books is right over there on the shelf really you know he went down on the paragon ah i do believe you're correct in that yes i also believe i'm correct in that <clears throat> that is <laughs> wow start at that was great nice <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Quickly, during this break in conversation, uh, uh, we forgot to ask, how old does Nathaniel look? Yes, uh, great question. Um, he Can appears... I just also add, uh, is he tanned? <laughs> is he tanned? He, um, he's, uh, he, he's not excessively pale, if that's what you're asking. Um <laughs> It does he, seem like that's what he's he getting. Have pointy teeth. He did ask if there was a mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, let's see. He's um, uh, probably in his late thirties. You would guess. Oh, hmm. well, pretty young. young. Sturgis yeah. uh, is he an old guy? Sturgis. Uh, Sturgill is older. Sturgill. Um, yeah. yeah, Sturgill's uh, probably in Sturgeon. his uh, late forties, early fifties. Yes. Okay. Yeah, old sturgy. Hmm. Oh, sorry, I did for interrupting. I just wanted mm -hmm. to. And he says, um, "I I would love to offer you a place to stay this evening. We have guest quarters up the stairs. If y'all would like to uh, take some time off the sea for an evening and uh, enjoy the island and all it has to offer." I, well, I Amelia will just glance at the captain and Dev because although she would very much love to stay, she doesn't want to and, be left as, on the island. As you start to like make those eyes, Amelia, about like um, questioning, he he looks at at you in particular, and he says, "And of course, my library would be at your everlasting disposal while you're a guest of the house." Oh yes. Might be an interesting break from sleeping on the. But you boat. don't have to decide now. Just know the offer is open to all of you. And hey, Nathaniel, uh, I have a very important question for you, of utmost importance. Do you have a bathtub? Oh, a bathtub. Yes, a big in the big bathtub. <laughs> yes, I... as a matter. As a matter Weird. of fact, in the in the guest quarters upstairs, we have a tremendous bathroom with a luxurious clawfoot tub, which you could. <gasps> and at the side, uh, clawfoot, I slap him on the head like, you've sold me, good sir. You've sold me on staying. Y'all are so easy. <laughs> <laughs> All I needed to hear was library. Yeah. 
You had me at library. <laughs> you had me at Dewey. Well, if, if, if other me. people are if other people are staying, I yeah, I'd love to sleep in a an actual bed for a night or. And he says, uh, um, "You're you're welcome to. I assume that your belongings are on the ship. You're welcome to go grab them and bring items back up to the house." Or um, uh, we have plenty of uh, linens to offer you, uh, though some of them may be more comfortable than others. Uh, yeah, it might be good to uh, go back to the ship and I kind of make eye contact uh, with Dev. Uh, I think there's a, a couple of things that I need to get. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll probably stay with the ship tonight, um, but uh, uh, I am happy to ferry you guys back and forth um, whenever you need to. Yeah, I'll, I'll accompany you back down there. I left some of my notes on the ship. It would be good to get those. I would right. love to show you, Nathaniel, some of the things that I've been researching. Perhaps you might enlighten enlighten me. No, oh, I would love to discourse with you. Please, please. I'll be most excited to see your research. Well, uh, how long until dinner? Do we have time to uh, make a rundown of the boat now? Uh, absolutely. Ooh, I would do say... Do we have time uh, to take a bath before dinner? Right, you're welcome uh, to stick, stay and take a bath if you want, Rufus. Uh, Rufus, yes. Uh, unfortunately, while Sturgill is preparing the meal for the evening, you'll have to draw your own water. But uh, other than that, the bath should be free for you. Fantastic. And I, without even looking to see what I'll just, I'll just turn on and be like... Very well, good friends. I'll see you in a bit. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I'll call over my shoulder. Dev, when you come back, could you bring some of my clothes? Uh, certainly, Rufus. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go up um, to Mr. Miller and say, Mr. Miller, it was lovely to meet you. Uh, thank you for the drink, and uh, I'll see you back here for dinner. Thank you for your hospitality, and I'll, I'll put out uh, a hand. Dev, the, the pleasure is mine. And again, like that firm handshake. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yours yeah. is not less. Yep. And I yep, can't thank you enough. That was a uh, uh, fantastic wine. I look forward to uh, more mouth-watering, <laughs> sloppy-ass Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc. As they're, as they're saying goodbye, Get Off would uh, have moved over towards the drink cart, uh, towards the pims that I presume he would have put down. And he would have made okay. himself another glass, but he also would have taken the bottle. Um <laughs> Just, just instinctually. Put it down your pants. And just... <laughs> Nobody will know oh, the difference. And he's <laughs> it's the 70s. They're all tight. Yeah, he's not looking at you, but you hear Miller <clears throat> shout over his shoulder towards you, and he says, and Captain, please feel free to take that bottle with you. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. You see, it uh, reminds me of my uncle. Uh, he used to uh, drink Pims all the time. Oh, that's so tasty. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> the Pims, I mean. It's a wonderful it's so selection of awkward. beverage. <laughs> Your uncle was delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I uh Yeah, you know, he uh he disappeared some time ago. Uh all they found uh, was the boat. Oh how, know. that's that's terrible. I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. Where did he disappear? Somewhere down here. Uh, uh, in the Bermudas, uh, he disappeared. Uh, his boat was found. 
We hear these stories all the time, right? right. Ships go out and they don't return, <laughs> or they return without their crew. You went into Jersey. <laughs> it was so I know. Good. I know. So yeah, my uncle, he came down here and now he's gone. And I just said, I don't know where it happened. You say it? <laughs> uh, so he, uh, yeah, he uh, he did that. And uh, no one found him. Any, anyone wash up on these shores in the last uh, little bit since you've been down here? We've, uh, <laughs> we've, we, we have found bodies from time to time. I, I will be honest. And uh, the way the tides flow, they sometimes come ashore, not whole usually. But there is a, uh, there is a graveyard on part of the island. But uh, last body we buried there was, uh, must have been two years ago. Hmm. And I'd pass along sort of the time frame that he would have passed and asked if anybody sort of would have passed up in that time or if they have any mementos or things that they've kept from the bodies that have arose. I'll, uh, uh, I'll check with Genevieve. Um, it's, it's possible she may have known of something that, uh, that I've missed, but uh, certainly uh, we don't tend to steal from those who wash upon us. I see. And any uh, any any notes or bottles that you found? I oh, it's like it's like thirty axes <laughs> in a night. Bottles, bottles, <laughs> a bottle. Got a little cocky in there. Got any bottles, Gov? Can I have some more, please? <laughs> please, sir, can I have some more? And he says that for the pims, you know. At least if we never finish this module, we never die. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's one way to look at it. Uh, and you never figure out where get off is from. <laughs> it is a mystery. Okay. And... Mr. Miller, this Bordeaux is sublime. If there's any of the bottle left when I return, I would love to have another glass. Oh. Certainly. I I have it close at hand for you, for you seem a a doctor of not only philosophy, but the world. Yeah, but not medicine now. <laughs> he just no, can't let that go. <laughs> that is not my area of expertise. Uh, so, uh, uh, get off. Uh, there are, as you can see, bottles everywhere. We found messages... But it seems a violation to open the secrets of those of the past, does it not? Well, maybe, but if it gives closure to those that it's intended to be received by, that seems like closing the book on a chapter have... of someone's life that's been left open and unfinished. You and... have all of these bottles here and you have never looked inside? But what closure would I gain from opening these secrets of those who launched them so long ago? That's fair. You take upon then the responsibility of the messenger. But what if the messenger recipient is? <laughs> hey, so Captain, you think you think your so your good. uncle put a message in a bottle saying, "Dear nephew." Speak with an Irish accent. Uh, yes, don't speak with many accents, so no one ever knows where you're from. And... P.S. The vampire did it. <laughs> All right. You know, Harrison was a savvy man. 
I'm sure he would have protected his documents while traveling the ocean. Yes, I'm I'm sure that many, many travelers wanted to right protect here, their documents. Right here, you may have a letter written by Mary, Queen of Scots, et cetera, I et, believe, cetera et cetera, Would that make I'm her the messenger? I believe, Dr. Palmer, that the Bordeaux was rushing to you. But Harrison was carrying such a message. <laughs> yes, but to to say that Harrison arrived upon this island is is quite far fetched. Your oh, yeah. island is at the coordinates where his ship supposedly went down. And while this discussion is going on, I'm going to turn to Dev and I'm going to start walking towards the door, saying, "We're going to make our trip down to the to the boat right now." I have sources in triplicate. Uh. I would love to see those, Dr. Palmer, but I have extensive records dating back to my great-great-great-grandfather, John Miller, and in no place did he say Harrison ever visited this island. Harrison. Sorry. Oh, see, that's that's that's, that's the mistake. You were looking for, you were, you were talking <laughs> yeah. about Harrison never visited the island. Harrison, yeah, on the other hand. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> We got bottles full of them. Well, let me go back to the ship. I have my paperwork there. I can show you my sources. Well, I would be most excited to see them. All right. And when All you right, arrive back, this house will be filled with the grandest aromas of a seafood feast that only your wildest dreams could imagine. Mm. And All right. Just really quickly. So as all that's happening, I've gone to the tub drawn the bath filled it with bubbles and it's you tell me the point at which the vampire jumps out and sucks my blood but <laughs> when i'm done with the bath i'm Not gonna blood. when i'm done with the bath i'll be getting out and then i, I want to take a bath be, i want to stay out of the way and so i'll just go down to sort of the water's edge and wait for my friends whoa 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 whoa, whoa no 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 whoa. i'm just telling you the sequence of events if if nothing happens. Oh, okay. You might so, be getting a little ahead of yourself. Yeah, no So sure. every everybody else is leaving the house. Rufus is headed upstairs to his uh wonderful uh hot bubble bath. It doesn't even, you know, like I, Rufus, I'm guessing it doesn't even strike you right that you have this luscious hot water. Um No, not even on the for second. a second. Yeah. I take it for granted that there's hot water when I turn on the tap. Yeah. And uh, so you you kind of slip into the tub. You feel the warm water surround you, and um, I, I don't know whatever you're doing, like playing with bubbles or anything. And you hear a knock at the bathroom door. Is that bubbles? <laughs> and I say hello, hello. Uh, I'm, I'm in the tub. What I perfectly understand that. Uh, Mr. Wondernutter, I uh, just wanted to make sure that everything is to your pleasure. Oh, beyond, beyond, this is a remarkable bathroom. One of the most beautiful cloth tubs, tubs I've seen in my life. I, I don't know if I've ever had a more perfect bath. The best scotch I've, I've had in ages, and now one of the best baths I've had in ages. You're, you have a remarkable home. I want you to know that that... That tub has served kings and queens. That tub is very old and a wonderful uh, testament to the 
fortitude of my family's search for the finest. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, now it's got a little jester in it. It's got a little Rufus Wondernutter in it. And, and and he calls one more time. He says, I will take my departure and let you have your leave in the tub. But uh, is there anything that I can get for you? No, no. If, uh, if, if it's okay with you, I'll be waiting for my friends as soon as my bath is done. And, and you no, know, your hospitality has been remarkable. We'll be, yet this has been one of the best vacations of my life. And this is just one part that I'll never forget. Well, please know that your home is truly my home. And um, because so you know where. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that you know where you are in the house. Uh, if you had gone to get to the bathtub, you would have gone up the stairs. Uh, you're standing before those doors on the other side. You take the stairs up to the left, and then there's a hallway that goes, you would take another left down a hallway. There's bedrooms, there's two on each side of the hallway, and then at the end of the hallway is this large shared bathroom. So each room does not have its own bathroom, there's just one shared bathroom. Cool. cool. Okay. okay. So that's where so, you are in the house. And, and so, again, however you want to play it out, but when the bath is done, you know, I'd stay in for 15, 20 minutes. I'm not going to stay in for hours. And then would, uh, you know, get out. Make a constitution roll. Okay. For that hot bath and that 120-year-old scotch. Well, you want to see if I fall asleep. Yeah. And drown. <laughs> what fun would that That's be? That's a dark turn. Yeah, the, the lamest death in a Call of Cthulhu campaign <laughs> right? ever. <laughs> you have drowned. Uh -oh. What did you roll there? Uh-oh. That's a bad face Scott's making. Thank you. Um, I've got to go. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's getting late. We can uh... I rolled a 100. Oh, you did not. my God. No. You really did you drown in the back? tub. Oh, my God. Well, lamest death by bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Here's what I think is no. going to happen then. Uh, Y'all are headed out to the boat. Um, gathering your things, or those of you who are going to stay on the island are gathering your things, and uh, you see the empty glass of scotch. Uh, the, the cutscene would be the empty glass of scotch slipping from Rufus's hands and shattering on the floor. Um, and then we will uh, cut for the evening. Wow. Rufus. Rufus. I just wanted a bath. <laughs> you shit the bath. Oh. Well, that is going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for being with us under the library. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. I think we're just going to call it there. Uh, so for me, for Michael... For Rick, for Chris, for Emily, and for poor Scott Rufus. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. So how long do you think Michael and Scott will be peeing together? Um, for how many years are they going to practice dual peeing?
or <laughs> this one session, how long will it take? I got a little pee pee. With a pee pee. Yippee pee. Yippee pee. Call me on my cell phone. Hit me up, tell my digits, come on, baby, text me now. I got a new cell phone. Cell phone. Hit me up. Hit me up. I got the digits, they stone cold. We hit the town, neon lights, really bright time. Gonna dance our asses off. Hit me on my cell phone. Cell phone. I called your mama on my cell phone. Cell phone. She's so hot. What you doing? I want to talk to her all night. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Oh, you guys totally need to take that on the road. <laughs> You'll likely feel the saliva forming and running down the insides of your cheeks. It sounds terrible. Ah, I do believe you're correct in that. Yes. I also believe I'm correct in that. Oh, that's very kind of you. You see, it uh, reminds me of my uncle. Uh, he used to uh, drink Pims all the time. Oh, that's so tasty. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. The messenger recipient. The Bordeaux is rushing to you. It used to be that he had Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not a goblin. It was a joke. It was a funny. Uh, I mean, that's code. Um, etc., etc. Y'all are so easy. Death by bubbles. <laughs>